Hey, what up? Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Adventure Between Us podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny Finn, and let's dive into it. What does it mean to live a productive life? Honestly, truth be told, most of us, I can guarantee, can't honestly give a definite solid answer to that. I know I can't, or at least I couldn't up until this past week. I never actually really stopped to actually think what productivity truly means. Most of us say, yeah, it means to be doing something, but doing what? Because productivity simply means the efficiency of production of goods or services in a specific period of time. Except last time I checked, we aren't machines just meant to be on a rotation. Build the crate, do the crate, put the crate in the crate. We aren't a production line. We aren't a meat packaging company. And our lives aren't supposed to be a working machinery type of lifestyle. But that's the lifestyle in America that we create. We have created this indoctrination and we have been indoctrinated to our core belief that there is only one right way to be a slave for someone else's dream. That, oh, it's just life. You got to go to college. You got to get a job. You got to buy a house, pay off the mortgage, get married, pop out two or three kids all before the age of 35. But what does it mean to be productive? Because I can guarantee you until you truly define what productivity means to you and what it actually means to work and what you have been called specifically to do, you will go your entire life not feeling productive. Because I can say from self-testimony that I work myself to the grave. When I was in a corporate kind of job, I would work that nine to five to the point I was going paralyzed because I was so sick, but I couldn't give up. I needed that paycheck. I needed to be there. They needed me. But the truth is they didn't. As soon as you leave, they replace you as somebody else. You are just a number on a scale to them. It's why you have a social security number. So what does it mean to be productive? Because like I was saying, I could literally work my ass off. I could pop out two to three videos a day. I can record a podcast, write a chapter to a book. I could go hike five miles and still not feel productive. Because what does it mean to be productive? That's the bottom question. And why? Why are we supposed to be productive? That should be the next question that we're asking is why should we be productive? What's the point of being productive? And I guess that goes back to quietly thinking with your thoughts and actually starting to define what it means. Because in America, we have this concept, you need to be working. And we don't have this concept of rest at all. So even when we're not working, we're thinking about work. Even when you are clocked out, you are still thinking about work and what you have to do when you go in tomorrow. You live your life addicted and a slave and you have made work an idol. To work a full-time life and to only live part-time, if that. You know, oh, Saturday, Sunday, you better sleep in and rest up for that next week of work. That's the productivity of a lifestyle that we have created. And I personally have fallen into this mindset that I need to be working and being productive all the time. But like I said, what is productivity and how do you truly measure its value? Because to some people... They might look at you making smoothies for yourself and taking care of yourself as not being productive. That's a waste of time. Where the next person, them baking and cooking home meals, that's a value to them. So that's productive to them. 
because productivity is simply based, like I said, on the efficiency of production of goods or services. So what type of goods or services do you want to make your life about? Do you want to make it about somebody else's dream to make out plastic toy figures that have no meaning or value to organize and restock shelves constantly over and over? Is that what you want to remember your life for? When I used to work at this pharmacy, there was this person there that had literally been working there since they graduated high school. And they're in their 60s, 50s and 60s now. They have grandkids. And they work a 9 to 5, or 9 to 5.30 I should say, Monday through Friday, every other Saturday schedule, only taking off the holidays every other Saturday and Sundays. That was their life. And they loved it and they were passionate about it. So maybe to them that is a productive life. But to me, I would stand there in my few months of working there and I would just watch them in my downtime and just start to comprehend and try to comprehend the fact that basically you have just given your entire life to this building, to that desk, to being a tech or a pharmacist. That is literally your life. Just refill the same prescriptions to the point you know the people's birth dates, you know their names, you know exactly what prescription they take, you know where all the drugs are on the shelf. And like I said, I'm not judging that because to that person, that was productivity. They had mastered that because they were passionate about it. It's what they love to do. But to me, I'm not passionate about that. So to me, to give my life in that way to a job in that way is insanity. I would rather be homeless on the streets trying to figure it out every day than do that for the rest of my life. And so I think the deeper, honestly, we go into it is just because you're not working a nine to five or you're not working as society says you should be working does not mean you're not being productive. If you're healing, if you're taking time to reconnect with your inner child, taking time to get out in nature and be one with God and to unite your body, soul, and spirit and to get back on the same energy levels, that's being productive. If you have a meaningful conversation with somebody at the store, even if it's a random stranger, that's being productive. If you go to a coffee shop to work on working on a project or to type out a bunch of emails and you get caught up in a conversation with the Bartista for 15, 20 minutes, you got to not look at it if, oh, I just wasted 20 minutes. No, that was being productive. That was building community and connection. And we got to stop valuing productivity based on how much goods we're outputting and how quickly we're outputting them and rather the value that we're bringing. What is the value you are bringing to your life, to the lives around you, and to the work that you're doing? Because if you're doing something that you do not have a heart and passion to and you're just half-assing it, that's not bringing value and that's not doing it for the glory of God. You know? In America, like I said, we really have this skewed view of productivity and work. We look at work with a negative tone. And if we aren't dreading what we're doing, then it must not be good quality work. That is the mindset majority of us, I guarantee, have. Because it's the mindset I've had and everybody I've talked to has. They struggle with this concept of, yeah, I just, I feel like I'm not really working. And I'm like, why? Because I struggle with that. And I want to know why they feel like it. Because maybe I can figure out it myself. Because I do. Yesterday, I woke up and I meditated outside. I did Bible reading and self-reflection. I journaled and processed thoughts. I edited three videos, 
did a podcast, started continue working on my second book, and I baked pretzels from scratch. And had a deep, meaningful conversation with my friend. But I still felt like I wasn't productive and that I was just wasting away because I didn't necessarily feel good about myself. Because I wasn't feeling the best. I was like, man, if I just sit here, you know, and write out two letters to somebody, like, I'm not being productive. But the thing is, I was adding value to those people's lives because God had laid it on my heart to write them letters. And that's, I guess, truly what I'm honestly learning is to listen to that inner self voice that God just simply whispers of, hey, slow down, go record that podcast now. Hey, it doesn't matter if you can't go run that five miles, just sit here and write a letter to somebody. Write a letter to this person I'm laying on your heart. Because we aren't called to be machines of productivity, of just popping out goods. We're called to bring value and to bring love, to live a life of love. And like I said, the concept that we have is if we're dreading, if we aren't dreading what we're doing, then it must not be good quality work. And if we enjoy it, (laughs) then we must not be truly working. But what a lie that is. Oh, what a lie. A heartbreaking, shattering lie. We weren't created to hate. We were created to love. And that includes what we do. Life is short and precious. And to waste it working on things we don't love or that will help us build the life we love is a waste. That's not being productive. That is being the opposite of productive. Today, as I just sit in nature, journaling and self-reflecting and honestly looking at the beautiful outlook The thought came to me of how many people are so busy and caught up in just the busyness, machine, treadmill mentality of life that they will never sit on this outlook, outlook on this rock and just stare out into this cavern of nature. And that, my friends, just to be able to sit there and journal and reflect quietly and peacefully with my thoughts as I listen to the prairie dogs and the birds and the crickets and the water rushing below in the river is a gift so rare and sweet and may I learn to cherish it evermore because we have been indoctrinated to believe that there's only one right way to be a slave to someone else's dream that life is hard work isn't fun marriage is difficult everyone gets sick and you're supposed to work full-time and live part-time but the thing is Life is supposed to be beautiful and you only have so many days because it is so short and precious and may whatever you are trading your day for that day be worth its value. And if it's not valuable to you, why are you trading your life for it? Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, why are you doing it? That is insanity. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and getting the same result even if you don't like it. Because work is supposed to be fun. It wasn't supposed to be a task or a hardship. It was supposed to be enjoyable and beautiful. And we are living in a day and age where work is supposed is the easiest thing. Because you aren't having to slave away at a garden if you don't want to. You can go to the store and buy the produce. Hell, you can even have someone deliver it to your house nowadays. So if you don't like shopping, you don't have to do it. You don't want to do dishes, put them in a dishwasher or hire a maid. If you need a maid, figure out a way to make the money. Find something you're passionate about and run with it. 
Because when you find something that's valuable to you, you start bringing value to the world because you will pursue that valuable thing and therefore output value into other people's lives. When you are healthy, you are making others healthy. That is the law. Object in motion stays in motion. So make sure the motion that you're doing is one of a healthy healing energy that brings value and productivity to people's lives. That makes people question, why am I doing this over and over and over? Why am I clocking into a Target or Walmart job and just, oh, scanning a bunch of items, dealing with crappy people, if that's not what I like to do? Why do you give into the fear of, you know, I don't, I don't think I can actually pursue that dream, but then get jealous of other people for doing it? Because jealousy isn't neg- necessarily a negative thing. Jealousy is simply blocked desire of things that are meant to be yours. That's what it is. And it only becomes negative when you start to wallow in it and you start to covet what other people did and you don't do. So you have two options to let it go and move on with your life and just continue to live in misery or let it go and start running with it and actually build and pursue that life. Because life is not supposed to be hard. Life is supposed to be easy and it comes naturally and beautifully when you do it in the DNA wirings that you were created to live in. To live in love and peace and soul harmony. To be at one in your body, soul, and spirit and not have them all fighting against each other. When your body is crying out, I need rest, and you are coughing and sniffling and sneezing and you know that you are feeling sick, but oh, I gotta go clock into that job because God forbid I take a day off. That's not loving yourself and that's not loving the person Yahweh created you to be. Marriage isn't difficult. That is one of the biggest lies that we have just been so contemptly indoctrinated to believe. It's only hard when you're not doing it as the way that you're called to live, when you rush into it with lustful intentions. Because honestly, marriage is the easiest thing in the world. It is like breathing air for me. It's honestly easier than just being a friend. Truth be told to them, because you don't have any boundaries anymore. In the sense of, well, I need to still protect myself because I am not one with them. You know, I need to still have rational guards up. But to know that I can trust them with my life and I can be raw and vulnerable and real with them. And to know that they're going to have my back in all seasons is the most freeing thought in the world. So if you've been sold the lie that marriage is difficult... I really hope that you take some time and to reevaluate that. Everyone doesn't get sick. We get sick by pushing ourselves the way that we do, by eating the food the way that we do, and by pumping ourselves with all these chemicals. The fact that you have little kids that are diabetic, the fact that you have little kids on drugs, that they are taking four to five drugs by the age of eight, you know, for ADHD and this and all that, is heartbreaking. That was one of the most heartbreaking things is thinking about the concept of everybody. Oh, everyone just gets sick. Just wait till you get older. It ain't fun. You know, your best years are about to be behind you, kid. No, my best years are yet to come. When I am 96, I'm going to still be hiking. I'm going to still be healthy. I'm going to let you take your curses back to yourself. And I'm going to rebuke you because I don't want your sickness. I choose to live a healthy, freeing, fulfilling life. May you learn to be productive in a way that actually brings value to your life because that's true productivity. And may you learn to live full-time in work, quotation marks, part-time.